Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. Here we go. One play, two point. Duke trying to tie to get it to a third overtime. Loftus out of the shotgun, throws to the end zone. Incomplete! Incomplete! The bell belongs to us! Carolina wins it! 47 45 in double overtime. Snap good, hold down, kick is up, and it is good! Gino Garcia has kicked the ball through the uprights to give the Red Raiders a three-point lead with three seconds to play. Kick is up, and the kick is good. Four-game losing streak is over, and the Terrapins are ball eligible for the third consecutive year. Really didn't need to play that last one, Shane. Yeah, thanks, Shane. Uh, I've, I feel like you've personally injured me. I might have to call our friends over at Dyer Law because they are the ones that can handle your personal injury issues no matter what you're dealing with. You can count on them. The Dyer Law team has you covered. You can give them a call at 402-393-7529 or visit Dyer.Law to chat with trusted professionals about your personal injury claim. I'm going to be visiting D-Y-E-R.Law after the show to complain about Shane. It's emotional damage, Shane. You don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. All right? You know what? Robbie and I are taking the day off tomorrow. We know We know what happened. You don't have to do that. You I'm to, sorry. You don't I'm have so sorry. Listen, leave. So, 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 so I sorry. I don't think you're sorry. I think that is not a genuine apology. We're just. Sorry about that. Gonna turn, we're going to turn Shane's mic off for the rest of the show. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> we don't have that ability. No, we can't even turn our own mics <laughs> on and off. We have zero buttons up here. I can Shane change holds all the power. I, I, can, I can literally only change the volume on my headset. That's all I can do. Um. No, there's a bunch maybe, going on maybe. in college football outside of Nebraska. Some of it starts to trickle into Nebraska. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, yesterday, reports started coming out, and then finally last night, it appeared to be confirmed that Jimbo Fisher is out at Texas A&M with, I believe, the largest buyout because Mel Tucker's isn't going to count since they fired him for cause. Now that's going to be in court, but they're not even pretending to fire. Jimbo Fisher for Jimbo Fisher for cause. It's I think it's the hard. largest buyout in history. Yeah, it's hard to do when 
Jimbo had so much success at the university leading up to that extension that he got in, what, 21? It was right after the 2020 season, I believe, because that's when they did really well. And you can't um, argue that he, like, completely gave up on the program like he did at Florida State because why? Well, they had the top recruiting class in 2022 so it wasn't like Jimbo wasn't doing his job in a certain department yeah the results just weren't coming in Texas A&M's eyes the way that they should have well and listen okay listen this the results that he's experienced at Texas A&M have been outside of 2020 incredibly lackluster okay and here's here's the thing that I need people to remember also he went downhill dramatically at the end of the Florida State tenure. He was mailing it in. He had fights with the administration. Him and the AD got into a, you know, who's the bigger man contest. And, and he ended up getting the, the Texas A&M offer. He bolts for Texas A&M after missing a bowl game with Florida State. After all of the things they went to, their bowl streak ended with him uh, at 2017, they went five and six. Now, he goes to Texas A&M. They're okay. They're nine and four. That's okay. That's not great. They were eight and that's five. That's not a Texas A&M SEC team. Not that, for that what they're they, paying. That's what I was going to get they're to. They're paying for a national title contending mm-hmm. coach. They're paying for 2012, 2013, 2014. You're paying for double Jimbo. digit wins. You're paying for 12 and two, 14 and 0, 13 and one, Orange Bowl. BCS title, Rose Bowl, like that's what you're paying for with what they paid to lure Jimbo Fisher away from Florida State, and they got nine and four, eight and five. They did go nine and one in 2020, but as we've seen, as we're a few years removed, so many of those 2020 results look like total outliers. I mean, Indiana's a good example. There's teams that have only been bad one year, and it was 2020. It at Michigan's a good example. They were that was their worst year was in 2020. Now that was Michigan's the year that they talked about uh, firing Harbaugh. Michigan all of a sudden they got really good somehow. Got some other stuff going how did, on. How did Michigan get so good uh, since 2020, Shane? Yeah, <laughs> just really good. How did, how did they get? How did they get where S or Texas A&M wanted to be since 2020? Maybe they maybe know. maybe Texas A&M should have scouted a little bit better. Um, but so he was. No, they need a manifesto. Outside, <laughs> outside of. That year, they fall back to 8-4 and four in 2021 when they had really high expectations. They miss a bowl game last year going 5-7, and seven, and now they're 6-4. and four. They've been dramatically underperforming for the most part under Jimbo Fisher's tenure. Jimbo, I think, bores easily. I don't know if he bores easily or if, like, you know how you've seen those players in different leagues where – they get that big contract, they get that big money, mm-hmm. and then they oh, plenty. kind of start times. cruising. Yeah. And then they're like, well, you know. He put it in cruise control, and I think he just got. And he couldn't know, get it out of cruise control. I, I just got, I'm good. And I'm listen, good where I'm at. I'm maybe, maybe he's not a lifer. Like, he's 58 years old. Some guys don't want to coach until, like, Saban, until they're in their. I mean, Saban's probably going to coach until he dies. Like, I don't know what else he's going to do. You know, I don't, I know he golfs some. I don't think he has a ton of hobbies. You know, or well, you don't need a lot of hobbies when you're really good. And you're yeah, and I think it's the only thing he likes doing, right? Like, well, I mean, he he put it in cruise control. Yeah, after the 2013 national championship, um, but it's almost like he peaked, right? Well, Jimbo peaks in 2013, and then he's just like, yeah, I did it once, so I'm so good. Here's the other thing that we need to acknowledge about 2013, 2014 Florida State. Who was the quarterback there? His name was Famous Winston. Famous Jameis. Uh, you have Heisman Trophy in 2013. You have he's the number one pick after the 2014 season. 
you know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago the the names of coaches who owe their entire careers to one guy, and we didn't say Jimbo Fisher and Jameis Winston, but man, outside of those years, and listen, he was a good offensive coordinator at LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had Jamarcus Russell. I think was at the end of that tenure. He won a national title. Um, Did Jamarcus Russell pan out in the league, Shane? What kind of question is that? I was just curious. You let off the segment with a Maryland highlight. Yeah, that was totally unnecessary and uncalled for. This is payback. Um, <laughs> but outside of those years as a head coach with, with, with Jameis Winston, and listen, in 2012, he had another first-round pick in EJ Manuel. They were 12-2. and two. You know, like, if he doesn't, it really seems like, and maybe it's not a, just a Jameis thing, but it really seems like if he can't find his quarterback, then he is not any good at all. Well, if you remember at Florida State, the reason that it was so noticeable there were problems was once there was injury at the quarterback mm-hmm. position, and then people realized, like, oh, Jimbo doesn't really recruit past his starting guy. Like, and he really hadn't that. developed him, and the starting guys were even a little mediocre as well after Jameis. It's, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what Texas A&M does. We'll talk more about possible replacements in the sports cleanup. Um, but there's a couple other things I want to get to real quick with college. The, that coaching carousel is getting started yeah, well, a little It's heating up a little early this year. The problem is it's heating up in the wrong direction for somebody from Nebraska. Yes. Real quick, Zach Arnett was fired from Mississippi State. Not a huge shock. I think it was kind of a long-term interim situation. Not officially, but that's kind of how it felt after Mike Leach's passing last year. So we'll see where Mississippi State goes in that direction. And I think it was easier, too, to go the long-term route when you had a guy like Will Rogers who was already um, steadfast in the program. keeping the system intact. Yeah, Yeah. and he was somebody that was a huge Mike Leach lover. Mm -hmm. And um, knowing that Arnett could just kind of like slot in and fill the void in the meantime for the veterans on that team, now it makes sense to, okay, the the season wasn't a success by any means. People recognize that early. Uh, Let's go ahead and and start – planning for the future and honestly I, I think people probably needed the year of a buffer between Leach's death and and trying to yeah, can hire you imagine just bringing in like the next big name yeah, guy that'd be and... really hard not for uh, for everybody involved mm-hmm. right for the new coach for, for uh the for the team for the guys like it, that would honestly for the university that'd be really challenging uh last thing here and we can get into this more in the sports cleanup if we need to um but there's some breaking news this hour as well um The San Diego State head coach, Brady Hoke, former Michigan coach who went back to San Diego State, uh, is retiring after this season. The reason that's important is, one, Tony White spent almost a decade of his coaching career at San Diego State. That's where he really started Mm -hmm. to make his bones and make his name as a uh, college football coach. So um, keep your ears perked for that one as Tony White, who has proved very, very successful as a defensive coordinator, I imagine he's going to be on a short list of potential head coaching candidates at San Diego State. Um, so all I have to say to the University of Nebraska is, <laughs> pays that man his money. <laughs> Very, and your best rounders impression. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony I mean, White exactly. spent nine years there. Mitch Sherman, uh, the first one pointing that out, at least that I saw. Mm-hmm. But, you know, pay attention to the fact that, yes, Tony White went to college at UCLA in California. Yes, he spent a short stint at New Mexico, but then those nine years at San Diego State, then Arizona State, then Syracuse, then Nebraska. 
I don't know where Tony White met his wife. I would guess based on when I met his son at uh, the Team Jack event mm-hmm. before the year even started, that it was about nine or ten years ago. And uh, well, that would have been when San they Diego were at State days. San Diego State, and if they met at San Diego or even at UCLA in college, the pole home can do a lot of things to one man. I don't like it, Andrew.